This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. NASA has confirmed the presence of water on the moon's surface, and it's a breakthrough that brings us one step closer to the reality of possibly living on the moon. That's at least what I think when I hear about this. <laughs> uh, but we want to hear more about this incredible mission, and we are so excited to have NASA project scientist behind the SOFIA mission, Dr. Nassim Rangwala, joining us. Thanks for being here. Oh, it's great to be here. Thank so, you. Why was this discovery so important? So this discovery was important because it's the first time we confirmed water on the sunlit surface of the moon. Previously, we knew there was water in the permanently shadowed regions, like the bottom of the craters on the moon. But this is the first time we are seeing that water can exist on the sunlit surface of the moon because the conditions are so harsh on the moon. Mm. Uh, we don't we didn't expect this at all that a water molecules can survive. You know, I'm not going to lie to you. When I saw that NASA was preparing for this announcement, I was like, okay, this means they're about to say we're going out of space. Let's pack up the bags. I hope my dog can come. Um, But it was interesting to know that it was kind of just water. And so when people heard that, are they supposed to be excited? What does this necessarily really mean for like regular Joes like me? (laughs) Yes, you should be very excited, you know. So, you know, water is such a critical resource for deep space exploration and science. Mm -hmm. We want to know everything about water because we cannot just carry a whole lot of water when we want to pack our bags and go to the moon, uh, right? We want to make sure we can get to our destination, get our resources, right? Just like you travel on Earth, you go for a long road trip. You don't want to carry everything with you. That would be so difficult. This is exactly, you want to know everything about water on the moon. So when we do send astronauts there, um, they they and then we when we do want to establish a sustainable human presence on Moon, that we know we can ha- harness the resources there. And water is so key to life, right? Critical yeah. to, to our presence. yeah, of course. Are there other planets that have water? Oh uh, well, we have yet to find. There's evidence. So Moon is something we have. You know, we knew there was water, water ice in these permanently shadowed regions. And this is the first time we're finding on the sunlit part. But uh, we will, you know, for regarding other planets in the solar system, you know, that's, again, our quest. You know, water is such a key resource. Yeah. We want to figure out a way to find if there's water on other planets so that we know if there's life on other planets. Okay, and I've been told by producer Jesse that the moon isn't a planet. Exactly. <laughs> it's not. And when you ask that question, I... <laughs> it's okay. It's okay. Because well, I think... But these what are- is the moon considered then? It's a moon. It's a, it's a satellite. 
It's just okay. I was like, well, there's a thing. It's just like a thing. So moon is tied to, you know, so moon orbits around the earth. So that's, that's our, that's a natural satellite. Um, and so other planets have their own moons. Okay. Yes. Got it. Got yeah. it. Yes. Which I, okay. I won't refer to it as a planet anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Again, we're talking to Dr. Nassim Rangwala about uh, this NASA discovery th- that the moon has water on its surface. So how much resources goes into these quests? Because I, I did just recently watch on Netflix that show Away, where we're seeing this expedition to Mars, and Hillary Swank was pretty amazing in it. But I, I was wondering how much resources goes into like how much time goes in finding out these incredible new kind of facts. So I can only talk about Sophia. Uh, so yeah. for Sophia, you know, it's it's a it's an astronomical observatory. So first, first, it was very exciting to study something uh, different. You know, we normally study black holes and galaxies and star clusters. It's the first time we were looking at the moon, so that's exciting. And in terms of resource, you know, it's it's nothing uh, out of ordinary for us. We uh, we solicit proposals from our science community every year. They give, they send fantastic ideas and they go through a peer review process. Then they're selected, they're awarded time on Sophia. So this was like, uh, you know, this was actually an out of cycle call, I have to say, because this was so important that this group, this lunar scientist found out, hey, we can use Sophia, even though it's an astronomical observatory that studies far uh, objects that are far away, we can study moon with it. And they thought of this outside of the box, box idea that led to this discovery. So how long until we could live in space or the moon? Would we live in the moon or just use it as a stopover? Come on, hard-hitting questions. That's what I want to know. Right. So, you know, that's exactly what NASA's Artemis uh, goal is, Artemis mission is, that they want to send humans uh, back to moon, um, the first woman and the next man, back to moon by 2024. And then to establish human, you know, sustainable human presence by 2028. So then we can hop over to Mars and go beyond. Y'all are really working, Sophie. I hope y'all paying her good. I know it's a machine. I'm just saying. <laughs> it's a planet. Sophie has a planet. <laughs> no, it's a machine. It's a really beautiful machine. <laughs> I'm kidding. All right. Dr. Nassim, thank you so much for being with us. We hope to have you on again. Thank you so much. And I, I, I hope you guys spread the word and inspire our next generation and uh, folks who love science. Please Definitely. Do that. Definitely. I hope, I, I hope we're doing that. <laughs> That's awesome. (laughs) That was NASA project scientist behind the SOFIA mission, Dr. Nassim Rangwala. Now coming up, the new study that suggests COVID-19 may age some patients' brains by 10 years. More on that next in two minutes.